and welcome back to When the Dust Settles. I hope you all had a great weekend. I'm back with another episode, trying really hard to get these out to you every week, but we're getting busier and busier. It's becoming a bit harder. We're also off to Morocco next week, which is so exciting, to Marrakesh, and I cannot wait to basically pack a whole suitcase full of extra stuff to haul back on the plane with me. I will definitely keep you guys updated when I'm out there. About any fines that I come across, obviously no one can argue that Morocco isn't a complete interior design, exterior design mecca. I'm really excited. And if I didn't have to pack for sort of two and a half people, I'd probably be even more excited because that's what I've got to fit in this week is doing the little person pack. And the little person pack, I don't know what's harder these days, the little person pack or the myself pack. My brain generally tends to go in some sort of fuzz for one or the other. I think you're either a natural packer or you're not, right? I try and make a list. I never follow the list. I never think to put everything on the list. I always forget stuff. I'm a dreadful packer. Kudos to you, the great packers. I'm very jealous. It's a good skill to have. But I'm getting off topic. I'll keep you guys updated on Instagram. If you want to follow along, that is Studio LFF. Give us a follow and I'll be sharing anything exciting I see out there. What inspires me, I will be passing on to also inspire you. So that is where I'm at, furiously trying to pack, getting quite excited, but also knowing I've got a ton of work to do before we go. So if this one is a little bit short, sorry, I'll make sure next week's longer. Right, let's get going. I'm going to have a little chat about stone and marble. It's something we get lots of questions about and something that I guess in some ways I have mixed opinions about. It brings up so many questions in people's minds, both expense, longevity, practicality. And there are other stones around that do offer quite good alternatives. But I do find that although marble has been around for a long, long, long time, people do still have certain preconceived, sometimes ill-conceived, notions about it. We will often find that sometimes... People want marble at all costs. They don't care what caveats you put in the way. They do not listen. Their ears close and they just want stunning marble in their kitchen. And I am the first to get on board with that. I mean, give me some of that any day. I love a stunning marble. And at the moment, as far as trends are concerned, more and more kind of dramatic stones are coming out of the woodwork. We're definitely past the days of Carrera. I feel like Carrera marble is a little bit like the grey walls and we won't want to be seeing it soon. Plus, Carrera, although it's kind of everywhere and the first marble people turn to, it's not cheap. It's got so much more expensive in the past sort of five, six years. Crazily so. And nowadays, you can actually find some much more attractive marble stones and also quartzites, which I'll talk about in a minute, for less, which is surprising given how affordable Carrera used to be. So, where to start? Firstly, if you're desperate to have marble in your kitchen, and many people are, it's a conversation, in fact, it's a conversation that I probably have with every single kitchen that anyone ever does. Um, whenever you're working with a natural product, you've just got to accept that with beauty comes 
responsibility. And when it comes to marble, that responsibility is probably wiping up when you spill a glass of wine very quickly, very quickly. Not leaving a round trees fruit lolly melting on it to soak in like my husband did overnight and left our countertops with a fluorescent green patch. Not cooking with turmeric. Making sure that you are very diligent about using chopping boards because it scratches, etc. It does come with upkeep. Having said that, if you really, really must have marble, just know that it does need to be looked after. It's a bit like having a um, a special, hard, stony pet. You are going to want to seal that marble and you can get some very good sealers and you're going to want to do it fairly regularly, probably about twice a year, if you have a kitchen that you actually use and you cook. If your kitchen's just a show kitchen, not so bad, but... It, especially, if, you know, so many of these marble sinks around as well, which don't get me wrong, they are stunning, but they are so impractical if you cook a lot. You've got basically, you've got, you've got to know yourself. You've got to know how you use your kitchen. Maybe keep the stone sinks for like a bar sink or keep it in the bathroom rather than actually in the kitchen. Also go for a honed marble, which um, means that it's not as shiny. A honed marble won't show sort of scratches as much it won't show stains as much as shiny you can actually with a honed marble you can get a very very fine sandpaper and if you do get some scratches and things you can be very careful and buff them out as well but it will scratch it does it can quite easily chip it's not the hardest material in the world and like I say it does need looking after Having said that, if you look after it well and if you're diligent, then there's no reason why you can't have beautiful marble in your home and keep it looking beautiful. Alternatively, let's not forget what many, many beautiful, beautiful places do in Italy, for example, and just appreciate the patina that comes with marble over time. Just absolutely use it and abuse it and Okay, fair enough, the first mark is pretty gut-wrenching, but once you get past that, a bit like a wooden table, a wooden kitchen table that you allow to be beaten up and used over time, obviously it depends what kind of look you have, you like, and obviously it depends on what the rest of your room looks like and what the rest of the design aesthetic is, but if you do have a bit more of a relaxed, lived-in, vintage, antique kind of vibe going on. Allow that marble to age gracefully and be used and it will look it will look excellent if you're one of these people that don't mind things like that, a bit like unlacquered brass. If, if you like unlacquered brass, you might end up liking a beaten-up wooden table or a beaten-up marble kind of chopping block situation or island, worktops, tabletop, etc. If this fills you with dread, you'd be best to have a look at another stone, which is called quartzite, which is a quartz. They've been coming in hot and heavy for the last sort of five or so years now. Five years ago, not, not many people were using them, but now many, many people are because it's got the lovely dramatic veining. There's lots of different colours. It's not like the speckledy like a quartz. I mean, please God, just never pick a speckledy speckly quartz in my mind there's just nothing worse especially not a black one as well if you want a black stone worktop find a soapstone or even like a slate 
please please don't do a specialty courts not with the not not with the glitter in either my little girl would disagree but not with those little flecks of glitter just walk away but quartzite there's loads of different choice. They do range in price, but they are a bit more hard wearing. Quite a lot more hard wearing, actually. They are more towards the quartz family that is a lot hard wearing. Um, again, I would say go for honed rather than a polish. It does have a tendency to chip if you're not careful. For example, if you're loading the dishwasher and you smack a saucepan on it, and I'm not even going to have the conversation as to whether you can put saucepans in the dishwasher or not. Of course you can. <laughs> Put everything in the dishwasher, just so that you know I'm the person in the relationship that stacks the dishwasher like a rabid raccoon. And strangely enough, my husband, who is normally the much more disorganised one, stacks it very, very well. I get told that my way is not right, but to be fair, I am the one that often unloads it. And I'm convinced that my way, it, it becomes cleaner. But anyway, that's a marital argument I don't need to get you guys involved in. So, yeah, if you're unloading a dishwasher and say you've got something heavy and it hits on it, if you drop a mug, I don't know, from above or something, God knows what you're doing in your kitchen, but it can chip, just like marble. Uh, but other than that, it's pretty hard-wearing. It's pretty good. Again, you can seal it if you want to. There are specialised companies that come round and will seal marble for you with a really, like, high-grade... I don't know exactly what the chemical is, but you can't, you know, buy it off the buy it off the shelf but they will come and do it for you and you could and they can also buff out or um slightly sort of sand down any stains and and chips and scratches and things professionally and then reseal and i think then that lasts for about a year i'll try and link a company below in the show notes but it's also worth bearing in mind that there's a lot of other beautiful natural stones out there and let's not forget the other options of worktop that you do have. You've got wood, you've got metal that can obviously a bit, bit, be a bit cold, but if you like a very modern look um, and a very clean look, you love your cleanliness, then um, stainless steel mixed with other things would look really cool. There's also concrete worktops. Uh, I'm starting to see, though I've never had experience of them myself, is uh, resin worktops. I have a feeling that as that develops over time, it may become quite cool for sort of single colours in quite modern kitchens. Potentially, maybe not, but it has the potential. And, And then again, so other things to probably know is that if you've got your island and you are getting a veined stone, be that marble, be that quartzite, and you want that vein to run down the side of your island, so you're sort of cladding the sides of the island with the stone as well, and you want the vein to match up, that is called a waterfall, just if you're talking to your stone fabricator, so you can uh, you can tell them the right things. And if you want two pieces of marble on the wall that's joined in the middle and look like a kind of butterfly effect, like you've taken a piece of paper when you were a little person at school. In fact, that's great. I'm going to do that with my little girl this weekend. So you take a piece of paper and you put paint on one side or in the middle, and then you fold the paper in half, squeeze it together, and then open it up, and um, you'll have the same pattern on one side as the other. It's like how they do those 
tests to see if you're like a crazy or not. Um, that's probably really inappropriate. I don't mean like that. You know, like you see it in films when you show like an ink blob that's been squished either side in like a psycho film and they say that they can see like the face of death in it or something when actually it looks like an ink blob or a butterfly or something. Um, I hope I've adequately explained what I mean. Uh, So that, something like that... (coughs) is called bookmatched marble so obviously that creates so much drama it's lovely in the back of a shower it's lovely in bathrooms it's lovely on splashbacks it's expensive because you need two slabs pretty much and they need to be matched so you do tend to find that it's a costly exercise and while we're on slabs please 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 when you are choosing your stone go down to the yard and choose your slab. Not all marble is made equal, not all veining is made equal, and you really can't tell by a small picture or 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 telling your fabricator, I want X kind of marble or stone. A uh, a lot of people use different names for the same stone. Like for example, with the quartzite, there's a Bianco, but I think I, I've seen it elsewhere called like eclipse and moon something i've seen a load of different names for this it's like a pale with a gray vein bianco eclipse i think that was the other one and so different yards and companies will sometimes call different colors different things and also you want to see the whole slab because it might have really great veining on one side and then be really plain on the other um not to mention it's basically a heavenly experience being surrounded by all this natural stone is stunning. If you've never been to a marble yard and you don't even need any stone at the minute, just go as a day out. You will come back with a whole new appreciation for what Mother Nature can create. It's amazing. You'll also come back pretty depressed that you can't afford to just basically create marble on every wall in every room. So do that and... Then you can really pick. And, you know, it's an expensive item and it really does elevate any room, whether that be bathroom or kitchen or wherever else you might be putting it, WC. You can have a much cheaper kitchen and spend more money on the stone and it will bring the whole room up. Like, it just does. It's it's always been a luxury material. It always will be a luxury material and there's good good reason for that. Just as a side note, as I'm having a quick flick back through this, so this might sound a little bit different because I'm recording it in. Don't forget that your marble and your stone, when it's got the striations on it and when it's got the veining and things like that, that is technically classed as a pattern. And obviously it will have a colour of its own. It's not just going to be white. It's not just going to be grey. Mother Nature's colours are very subtle and they can change dependent on what paint you put next to it. For example... I put a beautiful labradite stone. You can get them in a in a bluey or a greeny. Mine's a greeny. It's a stunning stone. The depth to it is unreal. And it has little areas of this sort of iridescent, almost butterfly wing sort of colour that in some lights will look silver and in some lights will look every colour of the rainbow. And it's just a stunner. It's very much green-based. The... When it's got no light on it, it can look a bit murky green. So anyway, when we got it in, we were going to go with a navy blue wall paint and a kind of cream. 
This was a while ago. Maybe you can tell. Navy blue and cream. It's a bit old. Yeah, this was like five years ago now, six years. But anyway, we didn't go for that. And actually, because when those colours went next to the stone, it just like killed it. It made it look so flat. So we switched it up. Maybe now you might say a bit ahead of my time for a dark green with a sort of khaki wall. I can't remember what colour it is now. It's a little green colour. But it is that sort of coffee coffee colour on the wall and the green just sang next to these other colours. So it's hard to get samples of stone, but you're much more likely to be able to get a sample of stone if you go to the marble yard. Or the best thing you can do, if you can't get a sample, is to bring your other samples down to the marble yard with you. It's not ideal because you're normally seeing them in daylight rather than like in your house and the light that's in your house. But if that's the nearest you can get, then do that. And just remember that if there's a lot going on the stone, that will be classed as quite a busy pattern. So take that into consideration when you're choosing your other finishes to go in and around your marble. But then there's other, there's, there's other things coming into play now for worktops as well. I mentioned the black and what we're seeing a lot for the black is this soapstone. Now soapstone is a metaphoric rock. It's got a lot of talc in it and it can be very soft, but depending on which piece you get or what's being offered, and generally the harder ones do get offered, the uh, the softness decreases. So some will be softer and some will be harder. It's the harder strains that will be used for countertops. And it's it's really beautiful, actually, and it can look so great, especially in utilities where you want a bit of difference. It is very much black sometimes you can find it with some marking in but it does it does tend to be black but that's a nice change if you want something dark then that's lovely now if you're making a bar area or you're looking at bathrooms maybe ensuite bathrooms or maybe a small area in a wc or the aforementioned stone sink if you want to get really exciting then you want to have a look at the onyxes. The onyxes, the colours that you will find are absolutely brain-boggling. They are stunning. You will find some places, some of them you can put lights behind them as well, so they almost glow. They're sort of translucent. Some of these stones have kind of properties that if you're into that sort of thing, like the stones and stuff, and you're into energies of stones and things like that, then that might be something that really appeals to you. But regardless of whether you are or not, the look just cannot be rivaled, really. It, they, are, they are stunners. Obviously, they're expensive, but Onyx is just... It's enormously sort of ethereal and light and just beautiful. But go to a marble yard or a stone yard and you will see all these stones and you can get prices for them there and then as well. The only thing is, obviously, often you need to buy a slab. However... A lot of the fabricators and some of the marble yards will have offcuts. And if you need a smaller piece, uh, smaller pieces for something, then do ask them if you can have a look through their offcuts because they will cut them for you. They're not doing anything else with them. So it's great for them to be able to offload them onto you. And it's great for you because then you get a cheaper price because you don't have to buy a whole slab if you are looking at doing something in a smaller area. Similarly, a lot of the stone yards or slash fabricators they can make tiles for you out of slabs too so if you're looking for something for a floor 
and you want something really specific as well, then that is something that you can do. Obviously, there's a lot of places that you can look at for marble um, floor tiles. Don't get conned by the ceramic marble effect tiles. I've not seen one yet that isn't wholly obvious when you get up close to it. Um, I mean, if you really have to be on budget and you're desperate to create sort of that effect, you can find obviously some better than others. But do try and go the whole hog because generally, if you're on a smaller budget, it means your bathroom's probably smaller. And if your bathroom's smaller, then you're not buying as many of the tiles. So you don't need to spend as much anyway. So you may as well get a nicer tile for a smaller area, you know? And, and, and there was something else on my mind that I just wanted to tell you and now I have forgotten if you have slabs left over as well similarly your fabricator will and can keep them for a little bit for you it's a good idea you can get them turned into chopping boards you can get them turned into coasters um, you can do all sorts just ask how much is left over and do some calculations yourself just to see if there's going to be a sort of lump that you could use somewhere else like a fireplace hearth or something like that it's always worth worth thinking about that um, or a toilet uh, cistern top or um, a vanity or something like that. There was something else on the tiles I was going to tell you about. Oh, yes, not tiles. The other one is Caesar stone. A lot of people I find get mixed up and, th- and don't realise that Caesar stone is man-made. It does actually like say it on their site and their brand and what have you, and you get more of a consistent pattern, but it is man-made, and it does, I would say, look man-made. Also be careful with the new ceramics that look like marble. I've been speaking to quite a few fabricators lately and they have a nasty habit of breaking on install because they're thin. And obviously that is a massive bumski if you've been waiting all that time, especially for kitchen worktops because obviously the, the worktop is just the icing on the cake. Uh, when it comes to your kitchen and if that breaks on install and you have to wait another half many weeks four weeks six weeks that is pretty miserable so I would say think hard before you go down those other routes and actually you like you'll often find for example a uh, fake wood flooring like Amtico these days is near on the price of engineered wood and similarly caesar stone if you have a shop around some good marble yards and good fabricators you might find that there's actually very little difference don't go for these things because you think they're going to be cheaper they're not cheaper they're really big brands um, and they still push themselves as kind of luxury products so they're not cheap they might be a tiny bit cheaper but they're not cheap and uh, why not have the real thing you know i say But other than that, I think if you've got any other questions, put them in the Facebook group or ask us on the Instagram. Um, Also keep an eye on the Instagram and the Facebook because I'm going to tell you who we've got a few people coming up chatting to us on the podcast. And also we'll have some subjects coming in early so you can get any questions in that you might want me to answer in the episode early. So if you're not following us on the Facebook group, Ain't Nobody Like a Homebody, um, do. And if you're not following us on Instagram, do. Wherever you generally hang out, our Instagram again is Studio LFF, because then you can see what we're going to be talking about. And if you do have any specific questions, you can pop them in and we can include them. So similarly, 
we've been going about a year now, this podcast, which is really exciting. I can't believe it's been a year already. We're so grateful to all you lovely listeners and lovely people that come back week after week listening to me bang on about things. And I hope that we can provide really useful information. We're going to be doing another workshop soon. The dates haven't been announced yet because I'm going to get on all that when I get back from Morocco. So do keep an eye. Do follow us wherever you generally hang out and um, say hi and make sure you follow because then you know when the podcasts are out. Sometimes the day changes around a little bit depending on how busy we are. It's sometimes a bit hard to keep up to date with getting things out in a timely fashion when it comes to the podcast. So do give us a follow so you know when the next episode's out. And those lovely ratings are always so nice to have along with reviews, any feedback as well. Please do tell us how else we can help and we'll try our best to make that happen. So have a lovely week and any other questions about stone, let us know. Have a great week. Bye.